0: You're listening to the International Moving Podcast, your guide to moving to another country brought to you by SDC International Shipping, LA's finest. An international move is exciting. It's a time to start over, establish a new business maybe, re-establish family ties, or retire where your budget will do more for you. Please enjoy today's episode, and if you have any questions about your international move, give us a call at 888-779-3962. That's 888-779-3962. All right, welcome back, everyone. This is Jim for SDC International Shipping. Thanks for joining me for today's podcast episode. Today we're going to talk about moving to Australia, making a smooth transition, let's say from here in California or maybe in another busy city like a Chicago or a New York, wherever you happen to be, moving to Australia and making an international move wherever you're going to is most certainly going to be an exciting time in your life because you're looking at doing something that can potentially open the door to new opportunities, new exciting experiences. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about some of the steps, some of the insights to ensure a successful move to a country like Australia. And we'll talk about things from visa requirements to finding, of course, a reliable mover like us to help you settle into your new home. So why would you choose Australia? Well, First of all, if somebody asked me the question, I would have to say one of the first things that comes to mind is that I've talked to people who have lived in Australia and who are living in Australia. I spent a lot of time online and over the years I've connected with people in Australia and I find that we have enough things in common. Maybe it's just the English language that makes that connection, but it's not a difficult connection to make. I can easily envision connecting with people in that country, just like I can imagine connecting with people in, let's say, Ireland or England or Wales, anywhere in the UK. And so if you do speak the language, of course, if you speak Spanish, you might feel the same way about going to Spain or some of those other countries. But if somebody asked me why choose Australia, I would definitely say the English would have something to do with it. Also, I find that Australians are different than let's say the British are. More they have more of an American, I don't know if flavor is the right word for it or not, but they do have more of a laid-back lifestyle over there. And if you've ever seen the many documentaries that are online about this country, whether they're talking about the stunning natural landscapes, to that vibrant area known as the Great Barrier Reef, where there is marine life that is not found anywhere else in the world. I've watched these documentaries over the years, and even watching repeats of them, I still find everything about that country to be fascinating. And that includes things like the Outback. Maybe you remember some of the movies from the 90s, can't remember the name of it right now, but there was a very popular movie, Crocodile Dundee. That was it. Um, to Outback Steakhouse, I actually had the opportunity to speak with the founders of the Outback Steakhouse, and I asked them, why the Outback Steakhouse? Why did you come up with that theme and idea? And there were two men that founded the Outback Steak Steakhouse, and they told me that it was just a concept that they thought of at the time because the whole Australian cultural um, topic was very popular in the United States at that time. And so they decided to create a steakhouse around that concept. But we can look at Australian cities today. We can look at them and they're very vibrant. they always seem to be um, hosting events, worldwide events. If you're into tech or anything like that, you know, or marketing, they have events there all the time. With uh, speakers from all over the world, they have a very. There's a lot of things happening. It's a huge country, and there's a lot of things happening there. But then there are different aspects of it that are different. So again, if we're talking about the the marine life, the uh, Great Barrier Reef to the outback to the cities, there's something there for everyone. And then you can factor in that laid back lifestyle and. I can definitely see the allure of the country. On top of that, they say that, at least as of this recording, that employment prospects are positive as well as educational opportunities. So it appears that Australia has some positive aspects uh, to it moving into the future. Okay, let's talk about, obviously, visa and immigration requirements. And this is true no matter where you go. But when you're planning to move to Australia, you have to understand their visa and immigration requirements. Now, Australia offers various visa options, including skilled migration or family sponsorship or student visa. So research the specific visa category that suits your circumstances and then review the eligibility criteria as well as the application process. So that's where you start, and it's highly recommended that you consult with an immigration expert or the Australian Department of Home Affairs to get the most accurate and up-to-date information. Now, of course, I would imagine that most people would want to vacation, possibly in various areas, before deciding to actually immigrate to Australia before immigrating into the country. Of course on the other hand if you have the right kind of flexibility with your job or whatever it is that you do for a living you could always make the move sooner rather than later and then figure out from firsthand experience where it is that you ultimately want to settle within the country. I guess it depends on personality. Some people would take a more conservative approach to making that kind of transition where some people would just pull the trigger and figure it out later. Now, we could talk about things, of course, that are very important, like the cost of living. Let's compare the cost of living in Australia, let's say, against here in California. When comparing the cost of living in Australia to California, there are some notable differences in terms of expenses. For example, housing costs in Australia can be relatively lower than in California. Renting a two-bedroom and two-bathroom house in Australia on average at the time of this recording in 2023, can range from $1,200 to $2,500 per month, depending on the location. In California, particularly in a popular city like here in Los Angeles or San Francisco, the average cost of renting a similar property can be significantly higher, maybe even up to five dollars to $6,000 per month. And again, some people may be paying more than that. Again, I'm just looking at averages here, but owning a two-bedroom, two-bath house in Australia can also be more affordable when compared to California. Today, the median price for such a house in Australia is between half a million to $800,000, depending on the location. In California, the median price for a similar property can reach well over a million dollars. Now, when it comes to food costs, food, of course, is very expensive and a significant part of most people's budget goes to food. Australia tends to have a slightly higher cost of living. Grocery prices in Australia may be higher compared to California with basic items costing between 10 to 20% more. Dining out prices can also be slightly higher, especially if you're in a major city. For example, a mid-range restaurant, let's take a meal for two in Australia, can cost between $60 to $80, whereas in California, the range is more like $50 to $70, not a huge difference. Again, in Australia, between 60 and 80 on average, a meal for two, mid-range restaurant, nothing fancy, not fast food, again, 60 to 80 Whereas California, we're looking at 50 to 70, slightly cheaper in California. So while Australia may have a slightly higher cost of living in certain aspects, it's also important to consider the overall context and lifestyle opportunities. Factors such as health care, education, transportation, and tax rates should also be taken into account when you're going to evaluate the cost of living. It's possible to manage expenses and find affordable options both in Australia and in California and that way you know that you're going to ensure that you'll have a comfortable and enjoyable lifestyle regardless of wherever it is that you live but let's talk about planning the move so through the planning process planning is very important I would say that and I've mentioned this in past episodes creating a checklist is a great place to start. Because whether you're listening to this podcast or listening to people talk about it online, watching videos, you're going to get a lot of information. It may feel scattered instead of linear, instead of step-by-step. And depending on your individual circumstance, that's going to depend on maybe what you're going to focus on, what comes first, what comes next. But If you create a simple checklist that includes tasks like the visa application and finding suitable accommodations and how you're going to ship your belongings and organizing your finances, then you can realize that it's going to be a little easier for you to manage all the above because, for example, applying for your visa well in advance is crucial as the process can take time, sometimes more time than not, and researching the cost of living in the area that you're planning to settle in while you're considering factors such as healthcare, education, employment opportunities. Also, when you're trying to figure these things out, especially when it comes to money, if you've ever created a budget before, then you realize that you have to allow some room for error. Even if you're doing something simple like planning a vacation, how much money it will take you always do have to have a buffer in there because certain things can happen that you didn't account for when you were creating the budget so you have to have a buffer in there maybe fifteen percent maybe even twenty I guess depending on how accurate you are in in your planning but it's definitely of course important to research all of the aspects of life that are going to impact you so that means you have to think about healthcare costs education costs maybe, employment opportunities, and then you have to keep track of the deadlines that will affect you and gather all of the necessary documentation and have that in place so that you can avoid any kind of last-minute stress. Like most things in life, preparation is probably nine-tenths of the battle. Next we can talk about finding, of course, a reliable mover International moving company to Australia. And I, of course, I would say, and of course, you're listening to this podcast, the International Moving Podcast, that you don't have to look any further than SDC International Shipping. We are a reputable international moving company and we focus very heavily on customer satisfaction. We know that everyone's move is an individual, unique move and we treat all of our customers that way. We have comprehensive services including packing and shipping, customs clearance and delivery. We'll make sure that all of your belongings arrive safely in Australia. We'll talk about insurance options, uh, temporary storage if necessary. And so anytime you have a question, someone will be assigned to you that you can reach out to so that you never feel like you're hanging with a whole bunch of question marks, questions that are not being answered that's not the kind of experience you'll have if you work with a company like us here at SDC International Shipping but you do have to consider as the owner of your items things like customs regulations and restrictions certain items may require special permits or they may be prohibited altogether so one of the places of course you can ask us about this directly you can on top of that look for guidance from the Australian Department of Home Affairs and that way you can ensure that you're compliant with the requirements. Professional packing services can also be a very valuable service to take advantage of because this ensures that your items are going to be securely and efficiently packed for this kind of a long journey and that includes labeling the boxes very clearly and creating an inventory list to keep track of your possessions, what's in what box, And by taking these precautions, you can minimize the potential delays that could happen and ensure a smooth customs clearing process. Now think about it. Once you've gone through all of this and you're in that place where you're getting ready to settle into your new home, once you arrive in Australia, then it's time to settle into your new life. And one of the most important things, of course, is going to be finding suitable accommodation. So maybe it makes sense to rent in the beginning so that you can become uh, better familiarized with the area. You can explore things like the healthcare care system, uh, local doctors. If you have children, you can research the educational options and you can enroll them in the local schools. You can familiarize yourself with the local transportation system, the nearby amenities, recreational activities. Australia, the country, is known for its friendly and welcoming culture. So don't hesitate to connect with locals and become part of the community right from the start. Of course, there's also expat groups that you can connect with online, U.S. expats living in Australia. And now when we move on from that, think about the opportunities also, which can be available there in in the country, because Australia has a wide range of opportunities for both personal and professional growth. The job market, as of this recording, is still robust. There are thriving industries there, such as healthcare, I mentioned technology, tourism, construction. So you can research job prospects in your field if you haven't done that already, or maybe already have a job that's a good fit for there, or maybe you're in the world of tech and you can work remotely so that being the case it's worthwhile to see what opportunities may be there that you're currently unaware of if you're considering further education australia is home to some of the big renowned universities vocational institutions they have all different kinds of courses there you can explore things like scholarships and grants and uh, funding options to support you if you're in that educational uh, place in your life where you're seeking advanced education. And also, Australia happens to be one of these countries that is increasingly uh, fostering and encouraging entrepreneurship and innovation. So it is an ideal environment for startups and small businesses. And as I already said, when it comes to Reliable, having a reliable mover, SDC International Shipping is a name that can be trusted. You can look us up online. We have plenty of reviews and we have extensive experience in international relocations and we have a strong network already in place in Australia and this will ensure a seamless and hassle-free moving experience at sdcinternationalshipping.com. You can chat with us live and get a free estimate or even call us directly at 877-339-0267. Maybe you're wondering, as far as the expat lifestyle goes, how popular is Australia as a destination now in 2023? Well, it is very popular. It ranks 20th out of 53 destinations in the expat insider 2023 survey, and it also ranks second globally in the work abroad index, which measures expats overall career satisfaction. And despite the rising cost of living, which is affecting every country everywhere, there's always a steady stream of expats settling down all over the Australian country. So Australia is considered one of the best places to live because of its low population density high standard of living, and its excellent healthcare and educational systems. Like I said earlier, the country is known for friendly locals, laid-back lifestyle and culture, and a family-friendly environment. And additionally, Australia offers the visa opportunities for skilled workers in many different fields. Now, which are the cities that are the most popular among expats? I know a lot of times even though people are going to another country to enjoy a different kind of experience than maybe they've had here in the U.S., it is true that expat communities are there for a reason. It's just always easier being among people that come from the same part of the world and are going through the same experience or have gone through the same experience that you're currently going through. It's the same thing here in the U.S. Here where I live, there's an area where there are groups of Hungarian immigrants and Russian immigrants, and they settled together. It's no different if we look back, I guess, in American history, where people immigrated here to this country, and they settled in places like New York. You had the Irish neighborhoods, the Italian neighborhoods. So if we look at Australia from that viewpoint, from that vantage point, and we look at the different areas for expats, Sydney would probably be the largest area. It's definitely one of the most famous cities in Australia because Sydney's known for having beautiful beaches, iconic landmarks, and a very vibrant culture. Sydney is also a hub for business and finance, which make it a very it makes it a very popular destination for expats looking for job opportunities. Next we could talk about Melbourne. Melbourne is the second largest city in Australia. It, too, is known for its arts and cultural scene. It is also a hub for technology and innovation, making it a very popular destination if you're an expat in the tech industry. Next, Brisbane. Brisbane is the capital of Queensland and is known for its warm climate, outdoor lifestyle, and friendly locals. It's also a hub for business and finance, making it a popular destination for expats looking for job opportunities. Next we have Perth. Perth is the capital of Western Australia. It too is known for its beautiful beaches, outdoor lifestyle, and relaxed atmosphere. It too is a hub for things like mining, resources, making it a popular destination if you are connected with the mining industry in any way. Adelaide is the capital of South Australia. It's known for its wine regions, Festivals and a very relaxed lifestyle. It is the hub for defense and aerospace, making it popular for expats who are in those industries. Next, we have Canberra. Canberra is the capital of Australia. It's known for its museums, galleries, and government institutions. It's also a hub for research and development, making it a popular destination for expats in the science and technology industries. Hobart is the Capital of Tasmania, and it's known for its natural beauty, outdoor activities, historic sites, and it's a hub for tourism and hospitality, making it a popular destination if you're in the tourism or the hospitality industry. Next, we have the Gold Coast. The Gold Coast is a coastal city in Queensland, and it's known for its beaches, its theme parks, and its nightlife. It is also a hub for tourism and hospitality making it, of course, a popular destination if you're an expat in any of those industries. And then finally, we have the Sunshine Coast. The Sunshine Coast is the coastal region in Queensland, and it's known for beaches, national parks, outdoor activities, and it's a hub for health care and education, making it a popular destination if you're an expat in those industries. So overall, the most popular cities for expats in Australia are Sydney and Melbourne, followed by Brisbane, Perth, Adelaide, Canberra, Hobart, the Gold Coast, and finally, the Sunshine Coast. Now, if we wanna finally look at, let's see, the most affordable cities for expats going to Australia, I would say number one, according to the research that I've done, is Cooper Petty. Cooper Petty is a small town. It's located in South Australia. It's known for its opal mines and it's also one of the cheapest places to live in Australia with a median house price of $72,000 and the average rent price of $180 per week. Adelaide which we've already mentioned is the capital of South Australia. It's known for festivals, culture, food and it too is one of the most affordable cities in Australia with a low cost of living and affordable housing option. Cairns, C-A-I-R-N-S, is a city in Queensland. Cairns, I think you pronounce it. It's known for warm climate and access to the Great Barrier Reef. That's where you see a lot of those documentaries made. And it's also a very affordable city for expats, has a low cost of living and affordable housing options. The Sunshine Coast is next. The Sunshine Coast, of course, is the coastal region. In Queensland, it's known for beaches and outdoor activities. It's also a very affordable city for expats with a low cost of living and affordable housing options. Perth, which is the capital of Western Australia, again, beaches and outdoor lifestyle, and it has affordable housing options. Affordable, it's an affordable, low cost of living city, which is the choice for many expats. And Tuwamba, T-O-O-W-O-O-M-B-A. Toowoomba. Toowoomba is the city in Queensland and it's known for its parks, its gardens, and also it's considered to be a very affordable city for expats with a low cost of living and affordable housing options. So just to sum those up, in Australia we talked about Cooper Petty, Adelaide, Cairns, Sunshine Coast, Perth, and Toowoomba. All right, I think I've covered quite a bit. You know, when you actually start looking at these cities and and uh, how many expats are moving there, the reasons why they're moving there, what the lifestyles are like, it really does give you, when you look at the micro and the macro, when you zoom in, you can really see some of the benefits of living in a country like Australia. And even if you have, even if you're listening to this podcast today, and you think to yourself. Jim, I would love to move to one of these other countries. I would love to experience it there. I would have to say, not not having done that myself, but having been throughout the United States, that there are similar opportunities here if you ever want to have a different type of lifestyle. I was born in the northeast of the United States, and the lifestyle in places like California, Florida, or the Midwest are completely different lifestyles. And so, yes, it would be great, of course, to be able to kind of do a globetrotting type of adventure if you have that kind of resources to be able to do so or a job which is, you might say, location independent where you can work maybe on a laptop or a computer. All you need is an internet connection. Some people have that opportunity too. So, all right, I think that about wraps it up for Australia. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have, please go ahead and share the link with a friend, share it on Facebook, Twitter, or even send it in an email. I guess we should be calling Twitter X now, as it appears the new name is being established. But thanks again for listening to the International Moving Podcast. It's great to have you here. Have a great rest of your day, and I will see you next week in the next episode. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for listening. Whether you're relocating within the country or moving to the other side of the world, we're here to help from start to finish. Connect with us today at 888-779-3962. That's 888-779-3962.